everybody, and welcome to Between Plays Stock Market Strategies. All right, I have a treat for everyone out there today. We have with us Louis Marin, CEO. Hello, sir. And we have Pierre O'Dowd of Opus One Gold Corporation. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. How about you? So um, now we're heading into the uh, subject of gold and mining. Uh, you know, this is pretty much of a hot topic considering what we look at what's going on with the world, but we'll get into a little bit more about that later. Louis, uh, CEO, I would like to ask you not so much of a personal question, but if you can give us a little bit of your background business history. Sure. Um... I've been involved in the mining sector and have, I have a running gag saying I'm more than 50 years in the mining sector, but that's true. My dad was a geo and when I was a kid, he was bringing me during summer vacation to do uh, light duties uh, in the field with him. So, And then I studied in civil engineering and I have a background in the practical uh, building of uh, roads, of uh, uh, all kinds of devices like that. And uh, then I studied in economics and I was investment advisor with major brokerage firms for 17 years. Always kept an interest for mining because I believe in development and I believe in creating wealth from nothing, which is what happens when you find a, a mine somewhere there was nothing before and there is a fortune being discovered. And uh, I'm a consultant on my own since 2002 and I was involved with different uh, mining companies and some were successful. Some uh, have been bought out by major companies and, uh, and uh, this is what we keep on doing. Uh, we know mining exploration, uh, we had success in mining exploration, and uh, I think we have a very good story to tell you today. Oh, that sounds really excellent. And um, Pierre, can we get some of your background, sir? Okay, I'm a professional geologist, graduated from uh, Montreal University in 1978. So that makes me, I guess, an experienced uh, person. Uh, I spent the, 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 the first 15 years of my career with uh, major companies, uh, Falconbridge, Miranda, and others. And uh, I started my career in Quebec. Then uh, in the early 90s, I moved in South America. Uh, that was with Miranda at the time. So I spent some time in, uh, in Chile. Uh, when I came back from Chile, I decided to uh, uh, become a, a consulting geologist and uh, mostly working in the Andes and uh, in Canada as well. So I worked a lot in the Americas at large, and um, that's, that's what I'm still doing right now. I joined the Opus One in uh, 2018, if I recall. Uh, I'd worked with Louis before. We worked in the, in Mexico in uh, um, in the 2005 to 2008, if I recall. Uh, we developed the silver deposits over there, and the company we were with was bought. It was a pretty pretty good success at the time. And uh, 
with Opus One, I joined, as I mentioned, the company in, in uh, 2018, and we acquired our flagship property in 2019. That was a property I worked on uh, before around 2006, 2007 as a consultant, and I knew that the project was very good. So we were able to acquire this project in 2019 and started running on it on uh 2020 okay and that's uh, very interesting because that li literally leads me into the next question so some background on the company so that, that way our uh, audience understands certain things like i'm really curious uh, and i'm very curious i always ask this to you know uh, the ceos or the people that are here that i'm interviewing it's uh why that area what made you go there how come you decided I'm going to go check there. I feel something's over there. How did that work? Can you just get some background and lead us into today? Do you want to reply to this? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, Louis. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, I've worked a lot in the Abitibi Greenstone Belt, and uh, I stumbled on this project called Noyel in 2006 and at the time we did a little bit of work i was with a client that was not a junior company that was not uh, i must admit very serious but uh, nevertheless we were able to to do uh, to do some drink over there and we had uh, what i thought was pretty good success but the company was more interested in investing in uh, in mexico at the time so uh, uh, basically the project fell dormant for a while, they tried to spin it up for, for another another junior. Times were difficult in 2012, didn't work. So it, it seems that the project was plagued with, <laughs> with bad luck, bad yeah. timing. And I kept it back in my mind. One day I'm gonna go back there, okay? Because I know I had very good results. People don't seem to realize that uh, how good it was. And uh, we had the, the opportunity to, to buy it from the, the owner in, in 2019. The owner was not working in Quebec anymore. The company was uh, working in South America. So they had no interest in the thing, in the project. So we were able to get it for a decent price. Wow, that's really good. That's a, that's a great story, actually. And, you know, a lot of people are like sort of going to South America and stuff like that. But I mean, Canada is, uh, you know, as a government, we're so stable. And, you know, sometimes we have to be very careful about, you know, other countries because of the instability that the you know governments have over there. So that means that you got a great project and we're in a country with political stability, which is very important. Um, you know, our project is located very close to a mine friendly community. We are located 25 kilometers south of uh, the city of Matagami. Yes. And uh, we did a presentation with the Matagami City Council and they have a strong desire for us to put into the production our ore body we found there. The big difference with many other projects, although they are in Quebec in a stable uh, uh, jurisdiction, Many are located too far. They're just too far to ever become economical. Like when you are located far north, there is the North Premium. The North Premium, you require a huge deposit with higher grades. And those 
have failed to be found as of yet. While our deposit is located 70 kilometers from an operating gold mill. So infrastructures are already there. It's easily accessible. That makes a difference. So we don't have the necessity to find such a big deposit to make it economical. That's very, very, very interesting because I think a lot of investors are learning something here today about this Northern premium that you have require a big deposit and also a high grade of that deposit. Uh, this is um, very interesting uh, news because naturally, um, as investors, we don't always know every single thing. And we have a lot of new retail investors that are out there. Even though some people have you know, a lot of money, it doesn't mean that they're professionals, but they are looking to understand uh, a company or an industry. And I, once again, I find that the gold industry um, is a very interesting industry, especially with everything that's going on. Um, Louis, I uh, know that you have a nice investor presentation. Um, I don't know if um, you or Pierre would want to get into that, um, sure. but I think that it would be great for uh, viewing purposes and as well uh, structure purposes, especially since it's our first interview, and we really want people to understand your company in depth. Uh, with pleasure. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, you see here um, a geological map, a simplified, I must say, geological map of the uh, BTB Greenstone Belt, uh, the Quebec side of it, the border being uh, over here. Do you see my arrow? Yes, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the border between Quebec and Ontario is over there. Our properties are in red. So we have a series of properties uh, along the Keza Berardi uh, break. We have uh, a property in the Bachelor Lake area. We have a property in the Windfall Valley Windfall Camp. And we have a property in the Valdor area. Our flagship property is the Noyel project located here. But we also have two other pretty large projects in the same area. As you can see, I've put on this map uh, the, the approximate gold production on every uh, uh, of the break. So if we go south, we have the, the Cadillac break. The Cadillac break is produced in Quebec and Ontario approximately 1 million ounces of gold. Just north of it is the porcupine destor break that has produced over 75 million ounces of gold, mostly from the Ontario side. Uh, we have uh, uh, further uh, for the north, the Casa Berardi uh, Dewey Cameron break, and with the Casa Berardi mine being west of us, and the, the Veza mine being uh, the, a former gold mine that closed, shut down two years ago, if I recall. Uh, and uh, just between our properties. And uh, that break produced approximately so far 10 million ounces. And uh, for, the, for the north, uh, the, the, the break that uh, hosts the uh, Detour Lake Gold, uh, that, uh, and uh, also the Martinia deposit, uh, over 17 million ounces of gold. So you see those, those breaks, those big faults, crystal faults are very important. To, uh, uh, to concentrate, to canalize the, the gold that comes from, uh, from the, 
deep, deep into the crust. So all our projects are located along one of those big structures that brings the gold from depth towards surface. Okay, I see that, yes. Okay, and um, our flagship project, as I mentioned, is the Noyel project. And uh, I guess we can... Um, the Noyel project is just south of Matagami. That's correct. Yes, I'll go back here. Matagami, Matagami is located 25, 30 kilometers to the north okay. of, uh, of us. And the road actually goes through our projects, the road going to Amos. So the, the Noyel project was acquired in 1919, and uh, we were able to start drilling in 2020. Well, unfortunately, we were stopped by COVID. Yeah. So we only drilled two holes. Fortunately, the two holes fit. Um, I, I, was, I was quite convinced that we, we would have success because uh, since I was the last job just to work on this project, in uh, 2007, 2009, uh, I knew exactly where the data was. I could, I was, we were able to get all the data. I had a, a report that, that mentioned that the project was ready to drill. I already had my targets very well defined. So we drilled only two holes and the two holes it, uh, zone, what we call now zone number, number one. And um, uh, in 2021, we were able to go back and we drilled all, all winter and, uh, with one machine, one drill rig, and uh, we were able to complete on the, on the deposit so far, we were able to complete 5,000 meters. Being at the definition drilling stage is we found something. It's just a matter of how big it is. Okay. But the, uh, a lot of the risk is behind us because we have an ore body right now. We uh, now know pretty well the, size, the shape of the ore body, but we still have some work to do for the size. But this is where you have much less risk in an exploration company when you are at that stage. And not so many exploration companies can claim they are at definition building stage. Okay, so yes, I see, because you're already hitting, you're already hitting stuff. You, you know what you're That's basically, correct. what you're getting. And uh, so you've already put some risk behind you. Exactly. You're not, you're not you, looking. You will see in the upcoming slides uh, okay. what we're talking about. Yeah. Perfect. What are, what are, I would like to show you a more detailed map of our land position in the, in the south of Metagami along the Casabaraji break. We've got the Noyel project with the, the, the yellow star being our discovery zone one, located right in the center of the project. And we've got our visa extension project located just west of the former visa mine, the other yellow uh, star over there. And we have the uh, visa Nord project. All the yellow dots are gold showings discovered oh. mostly through drilling. You can see that this area is a district scale gold anomaly. We've got gold on our zone one over here. We've got other zones uh, of gold in the, in the western part of the property. Yeah. There's pretty much uh, gold everywhere in between our Noyel project and the Veza mine. This, this property that does not belong to us hosts several gold showings. As I mentioned, it's all in drilling because there are no outcrops over there. It's all over burden covered, so everything is through drilling. 
Then you've got the, the mezzamine that was in production for a number of years, I think four or five years. And we interpreted that the uh, VESA horizon continues, the yellow, the yellow line over here is the interpretation of the VESA, VESA horizon on our VESA extension property. That was never drilled. Okay. Never drilled. So this is brand new ground that we would like one day to drill. So if you look in terms of scale, the scale is back down here. This is five kilometers. Yeah. So if you take a look at our, our project, we've got like uh, over 25 kilometers of strike of favorable ground. This is a district scale play that we're, we're, we're having there. So after the defining zone one, we will have a lot of ground actually to discover more. I think it's important. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we have a close up on the Noyal project and uh, the central portion where we did our drilling in uh, 2020 and 21. And I'd like to show you a cross section here through the deposit. It's very important to show cross sections of deposits. Many companies don't do that. And there's a very good reason why they don't want to show you a cross section. It's because their geology is extremely complicated, complex. And they don't want you to know. We want you to know that our geology is very, very simple. So I will show you a cross section here, and this is it. So yes. four holes on this cross section. So basically now we're down to approximately 350 meters vertical depth. Yes. Uh, the mineralization is in red, and it starts right from below the overburden. So it's right from surface, and it's continuous from all. Wow. To all, to all the mineralization, the grade, the thickness, pretty homogeneous uh, deposit. We're talking about uh, uh, approximately three meters in width and grades around five grams, six grams, and a very, very continuous from hole to hole. So this is a very, very simple, I'm talking about the geometry, but very simple geometry and very irregular and a pretty steep dip of the mineralization, making it a very uh, easy, easy, uh, easily mineable ore body. One factor that needs to be mentioned here is the angle of the deposit. The deposit is very simple shape, think of a plywood sheet. And the angle is 67 degrees, which means here gravity works for you. When gravity works for you, you You've got a lot of operating costs. It's a very simple mining operation that will only require one shaft. And what it does mean as well is that surface, it will be a very small environmental footprint, which is very important nowadays. Okay, I'll show you a series now of longitudinal sections uh, from the beginning when we got the project and uh, uh, to, to this point where we are right now. So when we got the project in uh, 2019, this is what was known. So there was a little bit known, as you can see, there was one hole, the discovery hole uh, belonged to Cominco in 1988. Cominco drilled the series of holes. And um, at that time, Cominco was in the process of leaving Tibet. So they drilled a few holes and not very, uh, very long after that. These are actually excellent results. 
So uh, in 2007, I was able to, to, to carry out a drilling program and uh, with excellent results, excellent results. I was very impressed by the results. And at that time, more or less, that's the picture of what could be said about the project, the, the economical part of the project being in red. Everything yes. in red here is mineable. The okay. yellow is low grade. And the white is when there's no grade or very little grade. So the part that is really interesting is the red portion. So 20, we came, we came and we did three, two holes. And suddenly that, 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 the, the, the deepest portion of the, the deposit opened. Yeah, it's opening, it yes. Became, it became larger. And uh, actually the best hole ever uh, was drilled uh, uh, in this portion of the deposit here. In 2020, we had a spectacular shot there. So uh, we were able to finance the, the property and we came back in 2021. And this is what we got in 2000. Oh, wow. this thing is opening at depth. Wow. Over, wow. Over, that's approximately 400 meters. Okay, the red, the, red, the red zone is approximately 400 meters east-west. So this thing now goes from surface down to 400 meters and it's wide open at depth. And we wow. saw that the cross section, the cross section that I showed was right in the center of the deposit here. Incredible. Yeah, like I would like to add in a bit to be 400 meters is shallow depth. Uh, many very profitable deposits have been found much deeper than 400. And wow. we're only at 400 right now. So and you have 400 and it's open. It's still <clears throat> open. It's, still yeah, open. it's just, it's I huge. Made, I made the projection for what the next space of drilling would bring us, okay? And this is this slide. Oh. So all the dots, the, the green dots represent the, the proposed drilling. So the proposed drilling will actually be open the, the, depth, the depth extension of the deposit as well as it would define something near surface because near surface there's basically just one hole. Just all the rest is, is, is not been drilled. So there's a possibility of building tonnage right at surface, right below the 20 meters of overburden. You can actually build something significant there. And then uh, you can see that we can open the, the potential at depth. So we would open it to, down to 500 meters. This, this is becoming a very significant deposit by now. Absolutely. By then, whole deposits are elongated vertically. So if you have like 400 meters, 500 meters of strike length, horizontal length, you, you can expect four times on average vertical extension. Wow, four times so, vertical uh, extension. So if we get four times the vertical extension of this thing, yeah, we're, we're in business. We're oh, in big business. time. Big time. And this is easy geology, easy geometry. Uh, starting right right from surface so we, yeah. we can start something pretty cheap right at surface it's 25 30 kilometers from the nearest mining town gee what what show me a better project <laughs> yeah no no this is uh this is quite something <clears throat> especially with um, your stock price at four cents for that's crazy i, I just want wanted to show something it's important those are the the uh Economical intervals of zone one, okay. okay. Uh, the, the the ones with uh, factor metal factor above ten. Metal factor I will explain is grade times length. 
So if you have five grams over two meters, little factor will be 10. 10 is like the, the lower limit. Below 10, it might not be economical to mine your deposit, but everything above 10 is you're in the money. What I wanted to show are the various holes making, making the long section that we just saw. I wanted to show that it's not one, one value that carries the wall interval. Let's say, but for instance, you have one value 100 grams over half a meter, and you make it a five meter interval at, uh, I don't know what it would give, uh, three, four, five grams, but it's only one value okay. carrying the wall interval. Here we've got multiple, multiple uh, values. So let's take, for instance, this all, all number four here. We've yep. got a four grammar, a three grammar, another four grammar, 21 grams, two grams, 1.4, 1.4. So you see that this interval is made up of several gold intervals that are very interesting. And it's the same for every single hole. If you take hole number six, there's a 2.5, a 17, a 4.8. Over here, and then there's a 18, there's a third. So it's multiple gold is spread over the entire length of the interval. It could be over six meters, could be over uh, four meters, uh, but there's gold all the way. So yes. it's, it's, it's a decent structure. It's a very good structure. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very, it's pretty homogeneous. And um, as I mentioned, it's very continuous from hole to hole. So uh, sometimes I've worked on the gold deposit. You've got gold in every hole, but you cannot put two uh, along the same line. Okay. It's, uh, it's, so it's a multiple vein system, very complicated, very costly, okay. very difficult to, to make tonnage with this type of deposit. This thing is like, you know, we mentioned a, a plywood panel. It's very, very homogenous, very easy to mine. Amazing. Amazing. I think everybody learned something there. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 good to know the differences. That's for sure. A lot of investors out there are going to be going, okay, I got to be paying attention to that. Makes your company even more sweet right now. That's why when you look at a, a project, a gold project, or any other project for that matter, if when you look at the project, it's very interesting to have both views: the longitudinal view and the cross-section view. The cross-section view tells you if your gold is really continuous because on the longitudinal section, you can make it believe that it's very continuous, that every gold interval that you get from one hole to the other are connected. But you can see on cross-section that most of the time or very often they are not and they could not be connected. Okay. And if they are not connected, your deposit is a big problem. Okay, so it's very costly at that point. Okay, all right, I see, I understand. Very interesting. So we, we have other projects, mostly gold projects, but I would say that this is our flagship project, the Noyel project, and uh, in, the, in the near future, in the near term, we would like to concentrate uh, on this project, uh, obviously. Uh, so basically, what's the objectives uh, that we have going on? Um, on, on our Noyel property, we have a, a very reasonable uh, objective. The, the deposit is, uh, as I mentioned, is, is, uh, is close to town, it's close to all infrastructures. We're located close to infrastructures, but we're just high enough that we qualify for the plan north in Quebec, okay? 
Okay. So what does that mean? We have five properties that qualify for plan R. That means we get substantial tax credits for all the works we do and tax credit go up to a, a little above 40%. Oh yeah, above 40%? Yeah. Okay, and just so out of curiosity- each dollar we spend on all those property that qualify for plan R, we get 40 cents back, which is very significant. Yeah, so the 40, yeah, 40 cents on a dollar, I mean, that's a significant amount of savings. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's money, money just being right, put right back into your pocket consistently. I uh, know it's, it's uh, yeah, definitely a no brainer. I, I love, I like the project that you guys have going on and I'm sure that uh, the investors are just going to be really interested in knowing more, especially when all those updates come. So, you know what, that was a very interesting for the investment presentation. We, so I was looking at your financial statements and it, you know, it looks very clean, uh, very little or no debt. Um, and um, you know, you have cash on hand. So how does that, how, 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 where are we looking to go in the future with this? Are we looking to maybe uh, get some private placements? What are we looking at here? Things for sure. You mentioned our, our book is clean and this is something we are very strict on. All our service providers are paid and uh, being located where we are, like I mentioned, our exploration costs are among the lowest in the industry. So investors who put money in us are getting more for their money. Yeah. And uh, we have an our buddy that is like we mentioned earlier in the presentation, in accessible place. So it is very likely to become an economical gold deposit that has real chances to be in production. That's excellent. And that leads me to one of my last questions for you. Yep. So what do we need to do from here to get to a PEA, preliminary econ economic assessment, where more drilling, <laughs> more drilling, right? So more I was thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I really enjoyed all this time that I had with you learning about your company. I doubt that your uh, share price will be staying at, at this low. Uh, it completely seems undervalued. Um, I don't see the logic in it being, you know, maybe it's just a, a word of mouth. And once uh, this gets out there, um, well, yeah. Because if I can add something to what you're saying, uh, we are ridiculously ridiculously undervalued. I agree, and, and the reason is uh, well, there was COVID. Uh, all the convention we used to go to, all the people we know, we were prevented from meeting because of restrictions. But we start now with you presenting the company. So your investors will have the opportunity to be among the first who hear, as investors, a good part of our story. I, I truly appreciate that, honestly. And I think all my audience is going to appreciate that too. And uh, definitely, uh, guys, uh, Louis and Pierre, I would love to have you for any updates in the future sure. uh, of your company. Sure. Okay. and. Um, Naturally, for all of our uh, audiences out there, we'll have this up on YouTube and on Spotify and hopefully soon on our Apple podcast. We have good news in the pipeline and I will keep you posted. So. Oh, thank you. you. Really, really appreciate that. So we'll have you back up here for the next interview then. Sure. All right.
Thank you, Louis. And thank, thank you, Pierre. You. On behalf thank of Between you. Play Stock Market Strategies, see you next time. See you. See you. Bye. Bye now. Bye.